0: I moved up to Orange County a few years back and I hated it. The city just didn't really seem that interesting and the people didn't really seem that inviting. So I figured I could keep complaining about it or I could get to know the city better and the people that live here more. That's why I started Real Lives of Orange County to see if there was something making the city tick that I wasn't aware of. And seeing what the interesting people in Orange County had to offer, so welcome to this podcast. Hey Christopher, how's it going? How
1: are you?
0: I'm doing well, thanks for meeting.
1: Sorry for the delay, I had some, my son got sick last
0: night, so I had to go to
1: CBS and pick him up some medicine
0: and stuff. Oh no worries, what does, what is he sick with?
1: I think there's something going around at the school, like a food poisoning or
0: I don't know. Oh, yeah, <laughs> not fun, not fun at all. Um, it's funny, I can look back on this and laugh, but during it, it was probably the worst time of my life. Um, what do you know about getting sick off of hot Cheetos, food poisoning off of hot Cheetos? Hot Cheetos? Oh, really? I don't know nothing about that. It was probably the worst time of my life, but when it was happening, I thought, <laughs> I, thought I was literally dying because when it came up, it was just all red. So I thought wow. I had like some terminal illness and then I finally like realized, oh, it's just hot Cheetos and the food coloring is coming off. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. um and I went to the doctor afterwards and he's like, oh yeah, that's the number one worst way of uh, getting sick via hot Cheetos. It hurts every time. But anyways, I hope your son oh. gets through it. Um, yeah, yeah,
1: be okay. Well, thanks but, for having um, Thanks. Tell me what's cooking, what you're doing.
0: Yeah, so I wanted to start this project called Real Lives of Orange County. I sort of had this conversation for like almost the last seven years. And basically, um, I had moved down or moved up from San Diego for a job up here in Orange County. And compared to San Diego, I just felt like Orange County didn't have like the same type of culture that San Diego had. Like, I just felt like something was missing. So all the time, I would like complain about Orange County and say, "Ah, oh, I want to go back home." But then I figured maybe I just wasn't trying hard enough to sort of like get ingrained in the Orange County culture. So I was trying like a few different things until like I hit this. I was like, <clears throat> "I just meet with people, you know, within the area and see like what they're doing and highlight all the cool projects they're working on, and uh-huh. like really see uh, what Orange County has to offer." Um, and so I kind of like started last week, and already it's kind of been. Super uh I don't know if lucrative is the right word, but it's been going pretty well because I'm already like getting in talks with like people that are super interesting in their own right. Um, but you're the first one to help us kick this thing off. So thanks for meeting with me. Um yeah,
1: of course.
0: So I did a little research and I hope you don't mind uh going through it a little bit. Yeah. You're born in New Jersey, right? Then uh-huh. suddenly you're in Washington and then you're interning for a congressman. Then it's sort of back to New York to work for Pims and getting firsthand experience with marketing. Then it's off to LA to work out of their LA branch, and now you're the group publisher of magazines Riviera, Orange County, Modern Luxury, Palm Springs, and Interiors California, and you're the director of client relations in Los Angeles, uh-huh. Angelino, and Los Angeles Confidential, and <laughs> the resume is huge, uh, and. You're an actor rookie. Um, before oh, getting yeah. to the, the meat, before getting into the meat of all that, just want to start with actor rookie. <laughs> What's going on with yeah, that? Hold on, I'm, just, I'm sweating right now. Hold on. It's no, nice. it's all good.
1: Um, hold on a minute. Let me shut the door. All good. Yeah. So I've been doing a couple of little short films for. Um, so you know, some of my friends who are actors, okay. and then I'm potentially going to be doing something down the road uh, in 2023. But hey, you got to try things and see what sticks and follow your dreams. And this sort of fell on my plate, so I'm going to just kind of see what it's all about. And you know, obviously, I'm keeping my day job. You know, yeah, but it'll be fun to just kind of check out what's happening and see what's what. So that's why I'm, I'm a rookie. Um, you know, I have the IMDB page. I've done a couple of things. I'm starting, um, actually a really cool podcast with, um, another actor named Greg Zarian, who's a good friend of mine about men over 50 and how you don't have to be put out the pasture yet. You know, we got a lot, we got a lot more to do in our, you know, from fifties on. So, you know, that's sort of another that we're hoping can turn into a talk show or something down the road or who knows. So that's kind of like, my entertainment side of things but really I'm more you know in the magazine day to day in the trenches and you know I also got picked up on Instagram to do some um, influencer stuff with some brands I work for a t-shirt company I do a lot of their commercials and things like that so you know you just kind of you know try new things and and see what it's all about and have fun you know so that's kind of why I'm involved in a lot of different things but the main thing I do is is obviously the the magazine stuff
0: yeah can you tell me about the magazines I thought so my biggest thing growing up was like writing and I always wanted to be sort of like in <laughs> magazines growing up as a kid so when I like saw all that I was like wow this is like really cool yeah. can you tell me about some of the magazines you're working with
1: yeah so basically modern luxury as a whole so we're a luxury lifestyle media company We've got 22 markets across the country, from New York to Miami, Chicago, D.C., San Francisco, Hawaii, L.A., Orange County, San Diego. So we're we're pretty much in all the big markets. You know, my role is obviously to oversee all the business that comes in to the magazine, all the revenue, whether it's through advertising, whether it's through marketing, events, experiential, you know, you name it, that's kind of what, what I'm in charge of. So... Um, Orange County, I oversee all the business. Obviously, the business development of everything happening as the group publisher. Uh, work with all the sales teams, come up with ideas, host events. Do the same thing in Palm Springs, LA. I'm I'm more involved in uh, working directly with some of the big clients in LA. Um, I used to be the group publisher of LA, also, but I stepped down because it was too much work, and I'm want more of a focus, and you know something you know that's a little bit not as crazy. So we have a local publisher in LA who does the day-to-day going on calls and all that. So my role there is really strictly um, client-related. So I, you know, take out all the clients and make sure everybody's happy. And you know, yeah. I still go to the events and do all that kind of stuff. But that's kind of how the whole thing works. So it's really business side of things. You know, the editorial is is a little bit different. That's run by our editors. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't really get involved too much in that. You know, they we keep a separation of church and state which means you know if you pay money to advertise it doesn't automatically mean you're guaranteed editorial you know it's just you're considered you know but that's kind of how it works
0: gotcha uh, so you, you said you keep like the clients happy is that why as i'm like looking through your social profiles your life just seems super amazing you're collaborating with all these awesome people i think i saw uh, um, shack somewhere in there like
1: <laughs> oh yeah. so well that that's you know that's interesting because Um, you know, in Orange County, especially, so I, here's how the whole thing sort of went down. So I've been in LA for many years Mm -hmm. and then I got an opportunity to be the publisher in Orange County and Orange County is kind of like, you know, a big Riviera brand. It's kind of like a big fish in the small pond, right? So it's sort of the big, the big to do people respect the magazine. You see it on coffee tables at all the high-end homes in town we throw the best parties, people want to be in Riviera. So we were a lot of society ladies and nonprofits and, and South Coast Plaza retailers and local resorts and all that. So we kind of have a nice cachet down there. Um, LA is a little bit different because there's so many media um, outlets in LA. Angelino kind of gets kind of, it's not as strong as the Riviera brand. So I came back because the pandemic hit and you know Orange County also stayed open. A lot of b- businesses were open and people were carrying on as if nothing was going on. So we took advantage of that as well and made sure that that was a market that was, you know, profitable. And, you know, so I sort of saw LA that was kind of, you know, closed down, but Orange County was open. So I got my tail down that way. You know, that's kind of how the whole thing worked.
0: Gotcha. I feel like, so just looking through, you know, your life from Mm -hmm. my lens, you've had a heck of a journey. How do you Look at everything you went through now versus while you were going through it, you know, getting to where you are today. Also, how do you handle so many different ventures? It seems like.
1: Well, you know, I'm someone that sort of has a little bit of ADB, so my mind is always everywhere and I'm always doing a million things at once. So, multitasking has always been a strong suit for me. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, my role is to make sure that our clients are happy and we're keeping everybody engaged and, and connecting people in the community. Um, nothing's really changed I mean during the pandemic we we did it virtually but we still know I hosted some zoom events I did a a wine tasting and uh, I did an event with some car aficionados so we've we've always been doing a lot to keep everybody engaged and Mm -hmm. you know when things were really bad early 2020 we did a hope issue which was the first time you know modern luxury our magazines have always been you know to take you away from everyday woes. Like we don't talk about news, we don't talk about politics, we don't talk about sports, but we actually decided to do an issue celebrating all the frontline workers and what you know what certain people were doing um, to help the COVID-19, you know, pandemic. You know, so that was something that was interesting of what we did then. But you know, things seem to be back. And I think Orange County especially has become a much more vibrant Mecca. You know, it sort of had Someone told me this story that I thought was really interesting. Do you know why Disneyland is in Anaheim? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So back in the fifties, I mean, it's really, you know, they wanted it to be in a place that was more conservative. And, you know, there was, you know, that was kind of the whole idea of Disney in, in, in its early time. So they picked Orange County because of its, you know, demographics. I'll mm-hmm. say that, you know, but mm-hmm. I think things are changing and, you know, I think uh, even politically, I think a lot of things are changing as well. And I think you get a lot more open-minded. You know, you talked about diversity and culture in San Diego and LA, but I see it a lot more in Orange County too. So I think eventually that orange bubble, yeah, the orange curtain is gonna be open wide and it's gonna become just as diverse and you know, welcoming for everybody. You know, that thing. And I see it a lot. You know, I see a lot of Younger millennials are all moving there. A lot of people are coming into town and, you know, there's great developments happening and, you know, we're building up in Orange County, meaning there's more high rises. And mm-hmm. so there's just a lot more going on. Great, great um, events are happening. Amazing restaurants are coming in, you know, so it's really just a, I, I think it's one of the best places to, to be, to be honest with you.
0: You make a really good point. Um, one of my favorite conversations to have is about real estate right and the real estate market in orange county is just insane you know so i feel like we wouldn't be investing so much money in you know orange county real estate if there wasn't something like on the horizon that was like a really about to happen that was just like burst the cultural bubble yeah. you know so i'm really kind of like <laughs> excited to see like what's the next big thing for there yeah. because it seems like it's it's almost there you know
1: Tell me about you and and your your background and where you guys yeah. and all that stuff.
0: Hundred percent. Um. So I started off as a copywriter at my current job that I'm at now. So that's kind of like how I ended up in Orange County. I uh, met someone in San Diego, and he's like, "Hey, you can come work for me, and you know, sort of start doing like the stuff you've always wanted to do." So I did that, and then that sort of like led to me being like a manager for graphic designers. And then that led to me being a creative director where I had all these different designers, UI designers, uh, merchandise, logistic managers, uh, social media managers, just like all these creative people um, under the creative sun that sort of worked with me. And I mean, looking over them and their development. Um, So I think sort of always being like a creative and then obviously working in that creative space, I just always really wanted to like work with interesting people, not just at my job, but outside of my job. And so I feel like every day of my life, especially lately, I've just sort of like tried to figure out how to get more in that space, like not only working in a creative aspect at my job, but figuring out how to like connect with my community, work with them, and then just sort of like pick their brains on like where they are and how to how they got to where they are, you know? Hopefully, I didn't jump around too much, but uh, that's my uh, story.
1: Oh, no, I think it's great. I think it's great. You, were you born in California or where were you yeah. from
0: originally? Yeah, I'm a, I'm the only rich San Diego um, person born in San Diego. Everyone else is um, from somewhere else. <clears too. throat> we're a giant melting pot. Uh, but yeah, just sort of, I guess maybe like my community instilled that sort of creative entrepreneurial ship uh spirit in me because everyone i always hung around with was i don't know they're always like doing something they had add and you know they were you know trying to make that sort of into some sort of venture you know when we had like uh-huh. my space back in the day and then now we like got to Instagram and TikTok and it seems like everyone I know is like sort of trying to like figure out what's the new big creative thing. But um one cool thing that just happened I'll say this and then we'll get back to you is I went to Adobe Max, and it's like this humongous creative event where all these graphic designers, creative directors, uh, you name it, they all get together and just sort of figure out you know how to push the on, envelope forward. Uh, <laughs> Got so it. you see this a little bit real quick?
1: Hold on, I'm looking at your Instagram like, oh, look at that. Yeah, that's amazing.
0: Yeah, I think this sort of if I had a spirit animal, it looks something like this this is something i got from the event from uh she is the design head of adobe um and she leaves like leads branding and you know she gave me that little tidbit there so just always trying to work with interesting people. wow uh, I got the
1: name couch brothers
0: uh so my friend and i we started this years ago and our theme was figuring out ways to get people off the couch um we figured a lot of people had like this, this guy people. what's that oh yeah I, I uh I met with him well not met with him we were at an event that I was shooting uh for a long time ago and he was like the coolest dude ever do you That's know him? Cool. No, oh no, no that that wasn't the guy I started it with It was oh I thought that was okay big. Um, But yeah, our theme was to get people off the couch and sort of like, you know, getting them in a creative space and seeing if we can get, you know, them talking more about themselves and living a lifestyle that sort of embodied their creative assets. Um, One thing I was really hoping we can get into sort of actually going off the riff of getting people off the couch and sort of into their creative endeavors is what are some of the struggles you experienced getting to where you are now and how'd you get through them?
1: So I think the media, the medium of what we do has changed quite a lot. And mm-hmm. you have to be really creative and finding ways to help businesses grow. And, you know, when I first started at Modern Luxury, it was really about selling an ad in the magazine and hoping for the best, right? Okay. Hope people pick up the phone and called and they got response and blah, blah, blah. Now, you know, we have to find really creative ways. And it's interesting. I, I spoke yesterday for a bunch of interior designers in Anaheim, and we were talking about um, the state of the luxury market and, and ways that they could market themselves to kind of stand out. So I'll give you an example of, of something that we did to help the interior design market and let businesses grow at a really at a really tough time in, in, in the economy. So in 2008, uh, when the market crashed, mm-hmm. we had to really think quick. And it was a lot different then than than dealing with the pandemic. But back then, it was kind of like, I thought, way more gloom and doom with trying to get money out of businesses. So we had to be really creative. So what we did was we went to a hotel down in Laguna. Uh, it's called the Casa del Camino. You may know it. It's got the rooftop. Really cool spot. Yeah.
0: Um, uh, the bar is you know, called the rooftop. Yeah.
1: Yeah, the rooftop. Mm-hmm. So I convinced the owners there, Richard and, and a guy named Chris at the time, to give me 10 rooms mm-hmm. that Riviera Magazine can utilize as sort of a, a design experience. So we went to interior designers, offered them an opportunity to collaborate, collaborate and we picked the surf industry because that's a big part of Orange County culture. A lot of the big brands like Quicksilver, Billabong, Lost. L space, they're all located in, you know, based in Orange County. So then you marry the two together, you know, the interior design community meets um, the surf industry. And we created these really amazing rooms where the designers selected, you know, huge vendors and did a really cool theme room. We shot it, photographed it in the magazine, ran it online. We had a huge event where the designers had the opportunity to showcase their rooms. The hotel was happy because they could raise the rates on some of those special rooms. The surf industry loved it because it was getting their brand out. We had a lot of press and surf magazine and sunset magazine. So it got picked up all over the place. That's sort of just a, a big example of taking a time where you think things aren't possible and they really are. You know, so if you come up with a great idea, things are gonna fall into place. I love so that. Now, best forwarding to you know 2022, you know, some in- industries that have been really hurt, obviously, are the hospitality sector, you know, restaurants and hotels. And a lot of people left the industry during the, you know, when they were furloughed during the pandemic and decided, let me try something new or I don't want to go back to that or if this happens again and all that good stuff. So mm-hmm. that's an area that we, you know, we're, we're focusing on. We're, so sometimes it could be a challenge, but, you know, we're coming up with really cool ideas for them. Ways to engage. We do a big best of event where we have restaurants come and showcase food. And so, you know, it's not really a challenge, but it's an ongoing concept of how are we always going to find a way to elevate brands and make sure these brands are, you know, strategically placed in ways where their business grows, because if their business grows, our business grows, you know, so that's a constant challenge we have is just coming up with really cool ideas. But I think we do a really good job creating those ideas.
0: I love it. I think when I was in high school, my basketball coach, he would always say pivot, pivot, pivot. And I feel like it's something we have to do in life. A lot of the time when we're hit with like these disasters, we have to like come up with these very unique ideas on how to like make it work for us now when you pivot do you kind of like go to your team and then you know you guys brainstorm and come up with an idea on how to like make a bad situation work for you or is that all coming from like the greatness that is like your mind you know Uh,
1: you know I'm one of those people where like for example we started this section called one, one thing that's been really great for us at Modern Luxury is we created these tentpole sections that run in the magazine where we profile people. So we do one called Power Players that runs in June. We do Dynamic Women that runs in uh, September. We do Modern Man that runs in, in November, or October. And these are ways for individuals to brand themselves. So it's a it's a paid marketing experience, right? Where we do a photo shoot, we could dress them. We have somebody do their hair, their makeup, treat them like a celebrity our editor sits down with them and does a really cool interview or they provide the content. And, you know, then they have the opportunity to be celebrated at an event where we, you know, I just had my Dynamic Woman event last week at the Veya Hotel in, in Newport. I had a big screen up with all the women's photos and they love the opportunity to take pictures and do all that, put it up on their social. So, you know, in today's world with social media being so strong, everybody has a brand.
0: Mm-hmm. And this
1: gives them an opportunity to have control over the brand what photo do you want to use what do you want to say in your article and so it's kind of a different way to look at how the media the medium has changed a little bit because we want our clients you know they may own a a retail store but let's talk about you as a person as a business owner what makes you tick so i you know one of my reps in orange county she started dynamic women that was one of her ideas back in 2000 i think it was like 2011. And, you know, it's grown so much, so I'm very collaborative and I love when my team has ideas and comes up with it because, look, my mind is, you know, good too, but hey, that's why you hire the best people because you want to, you want to learn from everybody around you, you know, so it's great to have people on your team that you could count on that, you know, come up with these great ideas.
0: All right. This is probably going to lead into my next question, but how does that dynamic work? Do you guys meet like once a week to talk about like new ideas and, you know, sort of like what's next, how to like get into that. The we next-
1: do, so, you know, I'm, I'm not a micromanager, right? So as sure. long as my team and I'll talk about the sales team, as long as the sales team are hitting their goals, doing what they need to do, I'm good. Right. So we do a Tuesday morning sales meeting where we talk about what's happening, what we have coming in. Blah, blah, blah. And then I do a Friday one on one experience where the sales team has an opportunity to have me alone, where we could make a phone call or stop in at this place, or if something's been a challenge and maybe they, you know, the business wants to meet the publisher. Or or, so I think Fridays are always a good day to do that because A, it's Friday. Everybody's in a good mood, right, Sean? Or we hope so. I, I make sure my one on one days are on. So really, we do twice a week and then we do, you know, we have a marketing. And the editorial team join us for the Tuesday meeting. So we think Tuesday is a really strong day for us because Monday is a little tough and you know everyone's sort of getting back into the week. So Monday is a good planning day to get your week going. And then Tuesday we talk about who you're going to meet and you know what ideas you have or what we have coming up on the calendar. And then Friday is really a day to kind of digest how the week went or who do we need to call or who do we who did you meet with that you'd like me to call or I'd like to meet this person or that person said they wanted to do this event well let's call them and see what what they're interested in doing so that's kind of how how we operate in Orange County um, it's I think it it works and you know I've had my staff has been with me for my, my top sales reps been with me for 14 years so right. people are you know happy and all that good stuff. I hope you're, they are, I mean, who knows, but they seem to be. Probably,
0: you're giving me like so many like good ideas. I'm like, oh, I should do that like with my team. Should I like have everyone schedule one-on-ones with me on Fridays? And then we meet with the CEO on Wednesday and we just try to, no, it's-, it's the, so- one, <clears throat> the one-on-one is great because they know <clears throat> they're getting me,
1: whether it's, and I usually do 30 minute or sometimes an hour slot. So that's, you know, and, and for me, I love talking to people as as you could tell. So I'm always happy to jump on a call or meet somebody or do whatever, you know, but I also carry my own business too. I work on my own things and I work on some of the bigger stuff and, you know, I'm always looking for, you know, sponsors and automotive people or this golf outing, you know, I'm trying to find ways to connect everybody, you know, so I'm I'm constantly working myself.
0: So I think the next thing I want to get into is like, what does a typical day in your life look like? Could you take us from top to bottom from when you wake up to, you know, when you're shutting down for the day? So here's, here's what I love. So I obviously love health
1: and wellness. And when I started, you know, I've always gone to the gym in my twenties and thirties, but I never really got it, you know, and when I was turning 40 back in 2010, I write a column in every issue of, of the magazine. It's called The Publishers Column. And I decided to discuss my, my health regime and how I wanted to get in the best shape of my life when I was turning 40. Yeah. So a gentleman by the name of Todd Vandehy called me and said, hey, I read your piece. I'd love for you to come by. We have a beautiful gym here in Costa Mesa. And I said, okay, I'll come by. And I met with them. And they were starting a really cool program called Stark Naked. And
0: I'm
1: like, oh my God, well, here's what it is. So they take men and women in business and they train them really like bodybuilders for six months. And then they do a photo shoot experience. And then uh, you pick a charity of your choice and it's sort of a voting, you know, you vote online and all that. So it, it holds you accountable. And it also is a way to give back. So I figured, okay, I'll try Stark Naked. I'll, I'll do it, you know? So I, I I did it and, you know, I wound up from 25% body fat down to 6%, which was amazing. And I learned so many things, Sean, that it's really about what you're putting into your body. You know, the gym yeah. is great, but if you're not eating right, it's pointless, you know? Okay. So I learned that, that whole skill of it. And I've always sort of been enthusiastic and I love motivating others. And, you know, I train my some of my friends myself that want to come and work out with me when i'm not at stark but you know i've sort of carried that passion with me for many years so i i definitely got and do something on the health and wellness side um Mm -hmm. you know either working out or going for a run or you know a hike or whatever that is um and then i you know settle in uh you know get my day going figure out who i'm going to meet and the beauty of what we do is every day is different so you have no idea i've been with modern luxury for you know, over 20 years. So I like that I'm not stuck in the same regime day in and day out. Like you never know who you're gonna meet, who you're gonna talk to, what you're going, who you're gonna be inspired by. And that's the beauty of what we do is that every day you're inspired by different people. So I can't really tell you verbatim how my days are because every day is unique. One day I may have an event to go to at lunch or another day I might go visit a, a new hospital that was built. Another day, I'll go walk the streets of, you know, PCH and CDM and knock on doors and meet business owners. Another day, I might be planning the next Riviera event. So it really just depends on what we're doing. But, you know, that's kind of how a day-to-day is for me.
0: I guess like the constant there is that you're never bored, right? Never bored. (laughs) (laughs) You get bored, which is is nice. You keep things interesting. Yeah. Yeah. What would be your advice for a creative sort of going through a rough patch right now? Like maybe their job doesn't utilize all of their potential or they're having a rough time getting a new endeavor off the ground. Give us Christopher's tips and tricks for tip, where you want to go.
1: I think obviously if for, for the creative folks, always have ideas and don't be afraid to express them. Don't be afraid to say, this is what I love to do. And this is what I, what I, what I like to try to do because hey, failing for me is, is a way to grow, right? So mm. I think mean, there's no harm in ever, ever taking the, the extra mile. And I think another thing that I've always learned is to not really take yourself too seriously. I think it's fun to laugh at yourself. I think it's fun to, you know, poke fun at yourself too, because none of us are perfect, right? And right. I think that that's why um, my leadership is, is a little bit better, because I I obviously treat everybody the same. And I don't want anyone to think I'm above it all or whatever, you know, I'm, I'm here with you. So I think for the creative folks, I think just being able to, you know, speak up and and if you have anything you want to do, let, do it, you know? Which, why hold back,
0: you know? Yeah. Failure is the most integral part of <laughs> success. Great. Right? 100%. Uh, so sort of <laughs> point where we're going to wrap up I sort of want us to go through a few pictures and just sort of get like your first thoughts on
1: oh okay
0: to show you oh yeah show me (laughs) some things I was uh, just genuinely curious about uh why don't we go ahead and start with this one since we sort of talked about it Uh, let me go ahead and share my screen okay yeah so this was an
1: opportunity um to meet Shaquille O'Neal and the gentleman in the middle, his name is Keith Jarrett. So yeah. he owns a private, um, it's sort of like a Soho house, a membership restaurant in Newport Beach. It just opened up. So it's a way to connect, uh, obviously, the community with, with like-minded people. And he had called me and said, hey, Shaquille is going to be here for a dinner. I'd love Riviera Magazine to cover it, blah, blah, blah. So I figured, oh, this is great. So it gave me an opportunity to obviously meet Shaquille, but also to meet other uh, members of the house for potential partnerships and who knows. So it's a, that was a great way to connect directly with the community right there.
0: Love it. What about, let's see, what do we got going on here? All right. So
1: <clears throat> a friend of mine, Derek Warburton, he's a, he's a fellow publisher and a style genius. And he created a A makeup line where all the 100% of the profits go back to the LGBT community. He started a magazine called Gurus and he wanted to have me be on the cover because he felt that my story was, was, I spoke to the modern man and kind of the idea of being over 50 and your life doesn't have to be over. I think he was sort of inspired by that. And he said, hey, let's put you on the cover. I'd love to do something really amazing with you. So he wanted to tell my story to his his network, and that's where that that came from. And then a gentleman by the name of Dexter Brown took the photo, which I thought, he's an amazing photographer. Um, he did a great job with with this photo series of me, I and mean, I thought I looked pretty damn good for me, you know? <laughs> I was happy with it.
0: Yeah, um, I have like a men's health fitness magazine right here, and I think your cover might look better than this one right here. Oh, man, thank you, <laughs> thank you, thank you you're out here doing it better than Zac Efron. Um, let's see. What about last one? What do we got going on oh over here? Oh my God.
1: <laughs> and this is funny. I didn't even have one ounce of alcohol at this event. <laughs> this was a charity event called Casa that Riviera partners with every year. And it's a big fundraiser for um, kids in need of someone to protect them in the court system. So it's foster kids or um, kids that don't have anybody that could speak for them. So they do this fundraiser every year. And uh, the band was playing at the end, uh, West Quave. And he literally called me up, he goes, hey, get up here, I want you to sing. So I said, okay, I'll get up. So I got up and the funny thing is, Sean, I had no idea what was gonna happen, but the next day when I woke up, I couldn't believe how many likes I got on this photo and how many views, I think there are about 130,000 views Wow. For this one, I don't know what sparked the interest of Instagram or anybody, but it was (laughs) shared all over the place. And I mean, again, maybe it's who's this buffoon over 50 getting up on stage who doesn't have a great voice, which I could say, but it was fun. No, you're
0: inspiring people. That's what it's Uh, all about. It was fun. Um, Well, I love that you found these. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the last thing I sort of want to talk about is just kind of like what's what's coming up for you. And is there an event that maybe we can come to you and sort of like help out with and maybe even get to meet you? Oh, I'd
1: love for you to come. We So we have Modern Man coming up. Okay. Uh, we're doing it at a new property called the Viv Hotel. It's okay. in uh, Anaheim. It used to be the old Radisson, they have a great rooftop. So we're looking at. And then share, send me your, shoot me an email with, I never got that email from you. So I didn't have an email from you. Oh. So the Viv event is on Tuesday, the 15th, right now. But I'd love for you to come network and meet. And this is our modern man event. So these are our the men that are featured in the magazine. It's Mm -hmm. an event to celebrate them. But we get a lot of, you know, probably about 150 people up on the roof at the Viv. So we have a cigar roller, we've got a new wine company called Red Bear Winery. And then we have Garrison Brothers Whiskey based out of Austin. They're our our premier whiskey partner for this event. So I would love for you to come and, you know, meet people and do all that good stuff. But that's our next, that's our next event.
0: Love it. Um, I'll talk to the fiance and, you know, if we don't have anything, I don't think we have anything on the calendar. So if we do, I think we'll put you at the top and <laughs> be there. Oh, all right. Terrific. Yeah. So we're so coming we down have, to our I
1: need the invite for Modern Man when I get it, but cool. shoot me an email. Let me, let me text you my email. That way I just have. I'll add you to my my comp West as well. Um, and we'll take it from there.
0: Fantastic. Um, we'll send you an email after this, but thank you so much for doing this with me. I feel yeah, like-
1: Thank you for reaching out. I appreciate it.
0: I feel a thousand times more inspired, you know, and definitely a lot better about Orange County. So I feel like this is like, it was the right thing to do, you know?
1: Oh, I think it's great. I, I love that. And again, you're someone who's creative that's doing, taking an out of the box idea and making it happen, you know? It's not easy and you know in today's world with instagram you never know who, who's contacting you and who's for real who's fishing who's trying to steal your account you know so you know I, th- I think what you're doing is great and if you need any help with anybody else that might be in that you find interesting or any categories of business i'm happy to make any introductions your way as well so thank you so much
0: there. all right yeah. i think we have 10 seconds so let's all go. right enjoy the weekend you too thanks all again right, you
1: got it sean thank you be good bye-bye